Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I will be playing Delta Green RPG. Uh, I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Music from a Darkened Room. It was written by Dennis Detweiler, and it's available from the drive through RPG and Arc Dream Publishing. I'm the game master for this scenario, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as Agent East. So without any further delays, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Morgan. Thanks, Tom. Status update for Operation Iago, May 3rd, 2005. Agent Hades' reassignment has gone through and Agent Hermes has arrived. We have briefed him on the developments so far. Agent Lake and Agent Fox went to obtain information from the local police regarding the death of Arthur Donnelly. It seems that he was in a manic state leading up to his death and his ex-wife knew nothing of Donnelly's purchase of Spooner House. The police had a bad feeling about the property, reporting a strange uh, gap in the blood splatter like someone was standing over Donnelly when he cut his own throat. Agent Jockey went with Agent Lake to follow up with Donnelly's ex-wife. She established a connection between Donnelly and the previous resident of Spooner House, Yamila Azari, who died in February of 2004. While they were doing that, Agent Fox and I went to speak with the county coroner, Elmer Perkins. It seems law enforcement was, un was unable to recover the razor that Donnelly used to kill himself. Mr. Perkins was, however, able to verify that Yamila Azari died in the exact same manner. And he also gave us an account of other strange deaths that have occurred in Spooner House. Falcone suffocated, Tycroft managed to shoot himself twice in the chest, and Tyler got drowned in an empty bathtub. I have contacted one of our friendlies, a parapsychologist named Dr. Emil Iaro. He is going to accompany us into the house, though he seems a little overeager. I'm also about to contact our other friendly, Elizabeth Tucker, who is an antiques dealer. She may have had a relationship with Yamila since Yamila purchased a lot of antiques before her, un her untimely death. Hopefully this house won't kill us all, though it is a bad thing to get your hopes up in this line of work. Excellent. All right. What are you all going to do now? Agent East, I think you had mentioned to me you were going to make another phone call. Yes, I'm going to call <clears throat> the uh, the antique dealer, who I just named in my recap, and it's Elizabeth, already slipped my mind. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> all right. Um, let's establish the time of day. Because uh, so, I tried to call her the evening we were to go over there, but then I, I remember that she might know something about Yamila, so we're going to wait for the next day for when their office, when she, her office opens in the morning, so then I can call, because the number we have for her is apparently for her her office. Okay. So we'll just give it this. It's Then it's you're going to call her in the morning. Uh, it's still the evening. Is there anything that anybody wants to do before we move ahead to tomorrow morning? Um, I think we, did we not already try to establish other things to do? And then we agreed that this is the next logical, logical thing to step. do. Yeah, I think that's what we agreed, unless I'm remembering wrong. We were, we, our plan was to go into the house, but indeed, we, since, since there's a little more information we can get about the, perhaps the influence of the, that that property had over the previous resident before Donnelly, uh, we should just follow up on that one last lead before we go. I actually had a question or slash idea. So uh, if I recall correctly from the house's history, 
uh, from the horrible ongoings that have occurred in the past, police officers have stepped into this house in the past. Yes. Briefly, and been like, oh my god, and then left, and they're they're fine. So it would seem you need to be in the house for such a period of time, given its history, for something to occur to you. What is that period of time? We're not we're not entirely sure of the details. Most of the residents of this house don't survive longer than a year. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. The the number of people doesn't really seem to have an, an influence, but we're not entirely sure what triggers these phenomena. Uh, perhaps the introduction of so many of us will have a, a, a different impact than say one person moving in all by themselves. We Ooh, we simply don't know what it is about the house that's causing this to happen, if it's some kind of entity or some artifact, we, we don't know what's there. Uh, well, it's not something we boring like toxic mold. Toxic mold doesn't make you do that stuff or drown you in a bathtub with no water in it. It's crazy. Um, if you will note, you, do, you did create a list of previous owners. That's um, correct. And you can see that some of their intervals are quite a bit more than a year. I think it was a year on average, though, was it not? Recently, I guess. I guess between Donnelly, Donnelly lived there for about a for a while before he died, because he bought it after Yamila died in two thousand four. He's died in two thousand five. Yamila seemed, if I recall correctly, she bought the house in like two thousand three. So there's been this recently. There's been a string of back to back. I guess we should just go. I can't think of anything that would be helpful to as protective gear or anything other than what we would normally take in any unknown situation uh should we try and enter the house from multiple points at the same time not entirely sure what that would accomplish i'm not sure either just all right it yeah, was, we'll uh, go through the front door see what happens it was 17 dead in 50 years That's not just looking back in my notes So we're all in agreement then. We... I mean, that's about three years between each death, if they're mm -hmm. evenly spaced. But then again, those 50... I don't think the house was entirely... was inhabited. Continuously. Yeah. There were if, I were... if I recall correctly, was there not a couple that moved in and they met their demise quite fast compared to the rest? So that, that sounds familiar. Something's ringing a bell about that. Yeah. I'm better at uh, running through, you know, jurisdictions and red tape and stuff like that than I am, you know, putting up some type of magical ward or something. But if any of you guys got some of that in your repertoire, go for it. There is the list. Okay, so, so we have some that are a year, some that are a couple years. Okay, but there's no one like it's like they only lasted a day. No, okay. No, but there are some that are in the same year, like uh, Dr. George Weaver, um, Garth Gadget. Yeah. Well, I can't think of anything else to do than Arthur go. didn't last a whole year either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, <laughs> just a brief. Uh, and thorough, brief yet thorough investigation will uh, be fine for us. So let's, yeah, we'll let's do it. Follow up East Sweden, I think, then yeah, might as well go yeah. in there. All right. 
So are, are you still going to wait until the morning? Yeah. So they can call the antique stealer. And uh, you're going to wait for the psychic. Yes. The parapsychologist. Yeah, we told him to meet with us in the morning or whenever. All right. Where where were you going to meet with the parapsychologist? At the same restaurant? Yeah, we're just going to pick him up. Denny's? And go. The Denny's, yeah. At the Denny's. <laughs> All right, we'll say that the, that the evening is uneventful. I get up the next morning, you have some breakfast, um, and you head on over to the Denny's. Um, well, as gonna, you go ahead, I'm going to place that phone call. Are you going to place the phone call before you leave? Okay. Um, the phone rings for a couple of rings, and uh, a woman answers the phone. Uh, she has a fairly young sounding voice. Um, She's like, uh, she says, uh, Elizabeth Tucker, uh, Antiques Acquisitions. How can I help you? Hi, Elizabeth. Uh, this, <clears throat> this is um, Agent East with the FBI. Uh, Agent have... East with the FBI. Okay. What what can uh, I do for you, Agent East? I'm curious if you've... Uh, had a relationship with a woman named Yamil Azari. Yamil Azari. Um, it doesn't sound familiar. Uh, she she died in 2004. She uh, had reports that she used to buy a lot of an antiques. I'm just curious. Oh, if um, well, let me her. check. Let me check my records and see. If there's anything, uh, do you know what sort of items she purchased? Uh, I do not. That is Let me check. what I'm trying to ascertain. Um, there's a few minutes pause, and um, she comes back and she says, no, I, I don't see anybody by the name of uh, Isari. Um, I, uh, I know pretty much everybody. I can perhaps call around and see who else, uh, if anybody else knows. Is this uh, some infe official investigation? Uh, it's a somewhat, somewhat of an informal investigation. Uh, have you heard the news of the, the suicide of an FBI agent named uh, Arthur Donnelly? Um, not particularly. Is this recent? This, this is, this is fairly recent. Uh, he had a he had a relationship with Yamila, but they they both lived in the same house and they both both killed themselves in mm. the same way. So we're just trying to see kind of find a connection and background, mm. give us a little more insight into the incident. I'm I'm sorry, I I don't know anything about that. Um, see, normally people call me when they're looking for a particular piece of furniture, maybe something historical something that was someplace and has been moved um but yeah i don't i don't recall either of those names i don't seem to have any record for any, either one of them okay well thank you so much for your time wait a second let me think for a moment no it's not right she was um I did get an inquiry, but it wasn't from her directly. 
Um, it was for, it was from one of my other contacts. I have a lot of contacts. Um, she was looking for um, sort of postmodern, um, I think Iranian designs. Uh, I, I, it's not something that I normally deal in, but I do recall uh, that was that was Debbie Cashno that was asking that. I'll give her a call and see if she knows anything more. I will. That that's much appreciated. Should I call back in half an hour? Um, certainly. Or you can give me your phone call. I'll call you when you need something, or when when I find out something. Sure. I'll give her the number for the burner phone. Okay. So she takes that down. Thank you. I'll uh, I'll give you a call if I find anything out. And she hangs up. Thank you. So it's off to Denny's. Huh? Nothing like a good Denny's. All right. So you 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 drive down to Denny's, and as you pull into the parking lot. Um, you can see Professor uh, Yarrow uh, leaning up against the hood of his car waiting. And as he sees you, he's, he's all ready to go. He uh, uh, quickly opens up the front end of his car and uh, uh, reaches inside and pulls out a little uh, briefcase. And uh, has this big shit-eating grin on his face as he walks towards your... Uh, your car. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm very excited. You don't say. What do you have in the briefcase? Oh, just just some of my equipment. Um, that's all. Uh, things that measure uh, temperature and and uh, electromagnetic fluctuations. All right. Well. I'll... What about uh? What, what, what about one of those um? What are they called? The uh, machines that are good at uh, detecting sound that's uh, too too high or too low for us to hear. Do you have one of those? Oh no, not really. But uh, mm. that's an interesting idea, interesting theory. Well, I, I'd say we don't waste too much time here. Should I follow yeah. you, in my car? Yes, just follow us. All right. So you drive over to. Um, Spooner house and you park in the front and he gets out with his little briefcase and he walks about halfway up the drive to the house and he stops and he goes really silent and he looks for the house very interesting is there a problem I don't think so. Just a feeling, you know. Like the house is watching us. Hmm. Well, uh, watch us enter. Um, Jock, did you have the keys? Yeah, right here, boss. Yeah, would you do us the honors? Uh, yeah, you walk, I... Okay. You walk up onto the porch. And as you get to the porch, he stops again 
And he takes his hand and he reaches out and he touches the spot on the wall uh, where it says, uh, hell is me, which you guys noticed before, sort of sticking through the paint. Interesting. Rather ominous, isn't it? Perhaps. It could just be, if this, if the house has a reputation, it could just be teenage pranks. Sure, sure. Yeah. That'd be a reasonable explanation behind it, but... Well, if if you don't mind, I'll uh, I'll go in first. By all means, yes. I uh, I slide the key in, grab the handle, and open it for him. Okay. After you. So you uh, move it in as you as you open the door. There is a almost a, a, a palpable sucking of air as the door which is a big, uh, heavy uh, oak door, uh, swings in. Uh, it opens onto a fairly small uh, foyer. There is a closet on the left-hand side uh, with a full-length mirror going from top to bottom of the door. And on the right-hand side, it opens into a dining room. Uh, you don't really have to go very far in to see this. Um, and as he walks in, he puts his hands up like this and goes, oh, can you feel that? There's energy in this house. And he takes a few more steps inside. He says, people have died here more than a couple. Yes. 17 to be exact. No shit. Um, he takes a few more steps inside uh, and he steps past the dining room, which is just an entrance into the dining room uh, and into the den, uh, which has uh, some furniture and some tables and things like that. Now, you immediately notice that the style of the house looks like it has been redone in modern um, Middle Eastern sort of style. Uh, there are carpets on the floor. Uh, there are uh, uh, there are uh, the furniture has definitely got a Middle Eastern feel to it. So when you say living room, do you mean where it says breakfast? No, where it says uh, you've you walked in the main entrance. Oh, there's the dining room, oh, and there's the den right here. Oh, okay. Oh, the dining room's the one that says dining. Got it. Right. Okay. Ah, English language. I get it. So you're walking in from the bottom. By bonus room, do you mean it's a like a a nook? It's or upstairs. A, it's a loft. There's there's a, a single bedroom Correct. or si a single room upstairs. Okay. You could see that from the outside if you look. Okay. Back. All right. So he steps in there. Um, Y'all can do spot hiddens if you want. Okay. You mean and you search? Can... Search or oh, search? Awareness. Sorry, yeah, search. search. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Uh, that's a ninety-nine. I didn't find anything. 
You really, really, really didn't find anything. No, I, 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 I sort of, uh, I, you know, I hit my head and sort of, you know, um, I had to pull my hair back. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> be careful Agent. of some of the door heads. Agent, Agent, Agent like you, you step into there and uh, you look into the the, the door on the uh, the closet and then uh, the, the mirror on the door and it makes you jump. Yeah. yeah. I got a pass. Right. I got a pass as well. Regular pass. Okay. How about you, Morgan? And uh, Fox. Agent Fox. Mr. Regular. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me split that up a little. Um, Agent Hermes, um, you. As you're going by the dining room door, you look in there and uh, you can see that there are quite a few uh, cardboard boxes um, and they they look like they've got various things in them, like somebody was packing them up. Uh, it doesn't look like they're unpacking. It looks like they're going the other direction. They're going packing. The other direction. Um, How old do they look? Do they well, you'll have to actually go into the dining room and, and take a look. So you can do that next. Okay. Um, you're just sort of that. looking in there and seeing this. I'll do that when it's, you know, time okay. for me to do that. Um, Agent Fox and Agent Jockey, uh, you're following uh, our uh, psychic into the uh, the den. And you, you both notice there is evidence that somebody's been here recently um, because there is a uh, cup of coffee uh, in a, uh, what is it, not the, uh, the styrofoam thing, and it's just setting on the counter, uh, obviously cold, uh, half, half finished. Um, you're thinking maybe when the police came in, they might have been drinking coffee and just set their trash down. And didn't clean up after themselves, but it was a crime scene. Yeah, so when seeing the styrofoam cup, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, where where is the styrofoam cup? It's in the den, just sitting on a table. Maybe there's an old uh, old uh, empty box, donut box. It's there as well. Such. Such sloppy work, leaving their trash here. Getting any feel for this room, uh, Mr. Riaro? He's like, there's, there's something here. He says, uh, but, but this isn't where it happened. It happened somewhere else. And. He does something interesting. He he kind of walks uh, to the various uh, doors leading out and glances down the hall. And you get the distinct feeling that he's looking um, for something in particular. And then he starts down the hall towards what would be the master bedroom. Fox. Does this guy genuinely think that he's sensing something, or is he just bullshitting us and he read all the news reports that said where all these people died? Yeah, well, I'm a man of science more and uh, than this, but I'm not. I don't believe. The... No, I don't believe he's. I think it's bullshitty. Anyone could walk into a house and go, 
look it up, just look at the local newspaper, see a oh, dead person. Or anyone could take a guess that someone's died. Someone would have died in a building at some point. Or in this that. area. Uh, what was what what was the short bio on him from from management that he does or does not have you know extra, paranormal sensitivity? It's a parapsychologist, another team from Delta Green used him for some opera, but we don't know what helped. exactly. He helped to find something, right? I, that could have I, been uh, blind luck. I mean, but speaking of, could I roll some sort of a? Could I roll maybe human to see if he actually believes? Uh, you know, sort of study him as he's going along, or if he's kind of sure. making his up. Sure. The way as you go along, all right. I got a sixty-one, uh, forty-six. So just a regular, just you know, no, it's not a double. So. So far, I mean, you guys know your business, yeah. so. Everything that he's done so far could have been done by any Joe off the street just making mm -hmm. shit up. Okay, you've seen no evidence that he's... The next okay. thing he's going to... You have a feeling the next thing he's going to start doing is going, huh? did you hear that? Mm. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. He's from, a, from a behavioral point of view. I my, favorite, my favorite from Ghostbusters. Listen! Do you smell something? So he goes into the master bedroom and he's like, it, it's here. Oh, okay. What is? <laughs> yeah, I'm not believing this. I, I'm going to be like, uh-huh. And you know, just walk over to the master bedroom so nonchalantly. Yeah, I I'll walk in and I've got my arms crossed. I was, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've just got I've just got my arms crossed in my pants suit, just looking at him like all right. <laughs> Fox is holding in because he 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 really just wants to have a go at this man for wasting our time. Uh, let's let us okay. let him let's see what he says. All agent agent jockey, if you want to come with me and we can start looking into the uh, the bedrooms on the uh, off the den. Like they're labeled two, three, and four bedrooms. Two, three, and four on the map. Do you see those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that sounds good. Which which one do you want to start with? Uh, we'll just start with two since it's right here, and then we'll go to three, then yeah. into the check that bathroom, then four. So we'll start checking that side of the house. Let's right. um. Let's let's do it naturally, where you would do in a in a if you're walking to a house like this, you're probably just going to go and glance in each room, see what's there, and then assess it. Yeah. Later. yeah. So we'll do it that way. Um, well, let's go to that master bedroom first. Master bed, master bedroom is 13 by 15. So it's a fairly good sized bedroom. Um, he's looking at a spot on the wall where there's obviously blood. There had been blood splatters. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. So big, big guess that this is where it happened. Um, you can also see that there are pat there's, there's blood splatters in the carpet that, uh, They've been sort of cleaned, but they're not very clean. The odd thing in the room is that one whole wall, floor to ceiling, is a mirror. Very thin little seams uh, in between. Odd for, odd for the, the age of the house, unless they were added later Gives you almost that, you know, 1970s sort of vibe. Sure. And you said also when we first walked in, 
there was a closet that had also had wall to ceiling mirror. Was that correct? Well, that's actually in the yeah, that's back there. It's not a wall to ceiling. It's on the door. But, oh, you know, it's a, it's you okay, know to okay. adjust your hat and. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying it was also wall to ceiling floor. Never mind. Okay. Um, um, anything else? Otherwise, I'm just gonna look in the mirror and be like, okay, that looks like a reflection of the room, right? Um. Well, it's um. It's a fairly it's it's obviously the master bedroom. Um, but I, I, if you're walking into the room, I'd like you to do a, a power roll. Okay. Okay. Is this for anyone who walked into the master bedroom? Yeah. Okay. I'm probably right outside the door, given that there's probably not enough space for four people to cram in there. <laughs> unless it's a three stooge scene, but uh, right. I got 68 out of 70. So unless I don't yeah, know I about Delta okay. Green, that passes. I got 67 okay. out of 65, so that's a fail. Okay, so for Agent Hermes, um, the room is just sort of ugly. I mean, you can't really, you can't really. It's it's just a box, and the 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 mirrors on the wall is just tacky. Yeah, you know. Um, but Agent Fox, when you go in there, you don't like this room. Um, the fact that there are the mirrors on the wall make the room seem almost like it's underwater. It's it's just. It's not only ugly, it's it's uncomfortably ugly. You know? Like, why would you want this? Most likely you're going to end up walking right up into that mirror because you're going to think that's another part of the room. <laughs> you know? It's just, it's it's really awful. All right. Then I'm um, just going to be like, eh, that was a letdown. Because he's all like, oh, there's something here. I'm going like, to the so, dining room boxes and you can okay. catch up with me. All right. So at this point, he's like, Moving around the room and say, "Yes, the there was a horrible tragedy that happened here. So much blood." I, I walk up. I walk up to him and put my hand on his shoulder, like, <sighs> I can, I can sense it too. There's, there's a, you can there's sense a, it. It's cold all of a sudden. Really, can you feel it? It's, it's, it's very quiet, but yes, it's. It's it's Freeze? very very faint. It Freeze. might it might in fact be stronger at night than it would be in the daytime. But it's 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 here. It's definitely something here. Are you all right in there? I can feel all the dead. There's so much death. When you see that, when you say that, Agent Lake, he's like, "Oh yes, come come. Maybe you'll you'll feel it too. It's it's a chill in the air." I kind of just give a wink to Lake as I'm just hands in the air going I'll, along with this. I'll step in and take a, take a look. Uh, that's a pass, 39. Yeah, you don't feel anything. Like, I'm like, all right. But all you right, do, class. you do find, you do see why it's it's ugly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, all right. Uh, let me see. Hold on, just one second. Uh, Morgan and 
got my markers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I like that. And you can just put me back in the dining room because I got bored with our, <laughs> our human dousing rod. And uh... <laughs> all right. Um. So, uh, Mark and uh, sorry, uh, Jockey and East. Um, were you going to start at uh, bedroom number two and work your way around? Yeah, just work around clockwise. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number two. Uh, bedroom number two is a small one, uh, 11 by 11 bedroom. Uh, it seems obvious that it was a child's room at some point. The, the wallpaper. Is definitely a children's wallpaper. Um, however, uh, it looks like they, it was being remodeled because the part of the, the wallpaper has been torn down. Uh, it's got little. Uh, it's uh, it's the the pattern is basically a, a little blue ocean with uh, little sailing ships in it. Um, there's no furniture in the room. There is a step ladder, and there's some. Uh, old paint buckets that are sitting in there. Um, and then you were going to move on. Yep, to room three. Room three. Uh, bedroom three, it's a small 11 by 12 bedroom. It adjoins the hallway and it shares a bathroom with bedroom four. Uh, it's a plain empty room with a ratty old lime colored uh, green rug on the floor. Bedroom four is a 12 by 11 bedroom um, with the door leading into the bathroom also. And uh, there is a, a rug on the floor. I'm sorry, the rug has been removed from this room. Uh, it's empty, but they've left the little wooden tack strips on the floor uh, to around the edges to catch the carpet. That's how you know the carpet's gone. But other than that, it's it's empty. Takes you just a couple of minutes to uh, to look through those. They don't seem particularly unusual. Um, Howard, uh, you go you? into the... I'm sorry, Agent Hermes, you step into the dining room. It's 13 by 14. And there are three windows looking out into the front yard uh, that are gabled. Uh, you can see the shrubbery out there. Um, this room seems a little old-fashioned in its design. There's uh, crown molding going around the ceiling and around the baseboards that's a little fancier. So it's probably an older part of the house. Um, there are boxes in here. Uh, and as you start to glance at them, you realize they look like uh, a woman's things. Uh, probably Yamila's um, from, was it Yamila? That sounds right. Yeah. Um, just from the general style of some of the objects, uh, they've got that uh, Iranian sort of. The ex wife, you mean, right? Is that correct? No, 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 Yamila Azari was the previous occupant of this house who killed herself in the exact same way. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Did. And uh, other than the boxes, there is a 1950s, uh, fairly gaudy looking chandelier 
uh, mm. hanging in the middle of the room. Um, and all the stuff is dusty or? A little bit, yeah. Maybe okay. it's been here a while since. Is there anything uh, overtly antique or anything that's like, wow, that's not of, you know, the style of this room? Um, no, not particularly. Huh. Uh, did you want to, like, look through the boxes or anything like that? Not so that it's taking up hours. I'll, I'll spend uh, about, you know, 20, 30 minutes going through the boxes, just doing a quick inventory of what is this stuff. Okay. Um, you can see it looks like personal items, things like that. Do a, do a search for me. Sure thing. That would be a six. Very nice. All right. Um, as you are searching, you do pick up a book that looks very much like one of those store-bought uh, diaries. Fairly fancy one. Not oh, particularly pretty. old, but uh, kind of fancy. Um, you undo the latch and open it up, and this is what you see. Well, that ain't English. Something tells me it's Arabic. It looks oh, like the whole thing like is written in Arabic. Yes. <laughs> I, I will bring this to the attention of my fellow agents, though. All right. Uh, anything else uh, interesting? Mm -mm. Perhaps like a little sticky note saying, whatever you do, don't. No? Okay. Don't read the Arabic book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I can go now to an agent or whatever you want me to. You tell me what you want to do next. Okay, I just want to bogart all the attention. Uh, I will just look around and be like, where's the nearest guy? They're they're out in the den. Uh, I go to the den and I'll be like, hey, guys, I got this, uh, found this journal. It's in Arabic. Well, it's, it's a good thing I always bring my handy pocket air guide to Arab. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 What's that? <laughs> Roll a luck roll. Never know. I'm sure we can get an Arabic dictionary. What, how, to, how to write and say Arabic words? No. No. You don't just carry one of these with you everywhere you go? Is this I certainly don't. In, in uh, 2005, because nowadays you can just hold up your phone and do a live translation. It's going to be a pretty bad translation, but it's something. Wait, no, we just have to spend hours and hours with a dictionary. Yeah, and I'll that go, doesn't work so well. Usually. It doesn't. It or, doesn't. We'll just, I mean, we'll take it. We'll have to yeah. find somebody who can actually read it. Yeah, we'll look them up on askjeeves.com or something. All right. Um, so we got three of you in the den in the middle of the house, and we've got two of you in the master bedroom. What would you like to do next? Yeah, we're checking out this uh, loft uh, at some point. Yeah, I'm going to actually check out the mirror but first i'm i'm just gonna touch him on the shoulder again and be like i i get another sense it's a stronger one i sense bullshit in the air um his smile disappears when you say that and he says um I don't understand. You invited me. Well, I personally didn't, but it's no offense. No offense to you, really, but 
I, I mean, if you're not going to take this seriously, that I can just leave. I'm I'm a man of science, and I analyze behavior, and I get from you that you're just taking us along for a ride. You've said things that I could easily have just looked in my case files. I, Unless I you can provide I've, me with something new. I, I've heard enough. You're not serious. And he uh, he gets very angry and he uh, walks back out into the den where, where everybody else is. And he's like, I suppose you're all just playing some sort of practical joke on me. Uh, Why? Your pardon? Why do you say that? What's wrong? Well, I've just been accused of uh, bullshitting. What? By who? Fox. By Fox? I wouldn't listen to Fox. He drinks on the job. <laughs> He's probably just busting your chops, Doc. There, there are some serious spirits moving about this house, and spirits. Yes. Oh, all right. Could you please so? locate them, please? It doesn't work like that. I, I've 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 had enough of this. You're Wait, you're Doc, not serious. You're you don't. Doc, do you know Arabic? Of course not. Why would I know Arabic? I, I just don't Arabic. He's he's like he's like I I've I've had enough, and he uh, he goes to the door and he uh, takes his little briefcase with him and he goes out the door and you see him sort of cursing under his breath as he gets to his car and he. I'll chase after him. I, I, I feel bad. Be like, Doc, Doc. And, you know, does he does he slow down or anything? Or Well, he stops and he turns around and he looks at you and he's like, what? I don't want you to go. All right. I'm sorry. One of my colleagues was, was uh, being derisive of you. If you want, maybe we could... Give uh, the others some space. We can walk the ground, see if there's anything there, and and then uh, when they're not in a room, you and I can go in there. I'm I'm just too upset at this point, All and right. I I'm I'm completely clouded now. Um, well, I don't think any of you are very sensitive to this. Um, I am not, but I respect what you do. Well, and I give him the, my number to, to my burner phone. And he takes that. If you want the spirits to manifest their energies to you, then you need to get rid of the people who are complete skeptics and be here in a calm and, and clean manner. Come at night, come alone, whatever, to, to commune with the spirits, not be skeptical. Or, uh, Let's tell you what. That's all that I can help do to help you. We're going to do our investigation here. And later tonight, I'll give you a call. You just let me know if you are available and, and in the sorts. I, I already know I'm not available. I have lectures tonight that I'm giving. All right. Thank you for your time. He gets into his car and he drives off. So I'm gonna huff. I, I just walk back in, close the front door behind me. I'm like, Fox. I'm in the master bedroom checking the mirrors. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even. Mirrors right, well, just fine. seem to be mirrors. Yeah, uh, then, then, I, then I find Fox. I go to him back. Fox. I mean, we were all singing underneath our breath. You know, like, that's some bullshit. But the 
I mean, another team found him to be useful. If anything, I was hoping he would be like, it's here. And like, you know, he touches a secret panel or something and then we could investigate or something. I mean, I had no problem with him being like, I must should go into the room first. Be like, buddy, (laughs) have at it. Take point. Ah, That was unnecessary, Fox. I just can't deal with someone leading us up, leading us along. If he was actually, if he wasn't so overdramatic, I would have been fine. Agent Fox. One of the reasons why I wanted him here is if this spirit turns hostile and it takes him instead of one of you, I would much prefer that. Bingo. I, I just couldn't stand him any longer. I have dealt with people like this before. And... I, 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 I wouldn't say that you, you, you've dealt with them, if that makes sense. I don't mean mm-hmm. it. I mean, they've corresponded on not this. You concept. had to put up with them and you're too frustrated. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, well, just look in the mirror and think about what you've done. I, I crack up and walk I out will. of the room. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's not going to affect me, but he's stormed off. But if you guys really want him to come back, I will try and be kind and speak to him out. It th- doesn't matter at this point. You did what you did, man, but uh, don't be such a dick to the assets. With that, uh, does anybody want to help me check the loft? <laughs> I'll, I will. I, I've walked out of the master bedroom. I hear you say that. I'll follow you up to the loft. I'm awesome. So thank you. So it's now that I'm in the in the master bedroom at this point to kind of look at the blood splatters. Do I have to make a power roll or no? Oh, good point. Sure. And that's a pass. Oh, three. Yeah, it just looks like a room. An ugly room. Very, very, very ugly. Um, the lime rug, too. This is just ugly decor in here. Now that is evil. The, um, also, while you're in that master bedroom, you probably glance into the bathroom as well. Um, you wonder if that's the infamous bathtub. Where he drowned. Where he drowned without, without water. water. Um, it's fairly nice ensuite, uh, but um, there doesn't seem to be anything here. Well, I want to start checking uh, nightstands, dressers, drawers in the bathroom. I'm trying to find that if he left a journal of any sort. Okay. Any scrap of writing from this guy. All right. Um, you go ahead and do a search on that. Thirty-nine is a pass. Okay, uh, you look through the drawers, and other than a brush or a, um, a comb, you don't really find anything. There's no journal. Um, you you barely guess that he was living here. If he was living here, he wasn't living here very hard. He wasn't moving stuff in. This stuff looks like it's still in the uh, Yamila Asari sort of phase. He didn't redecorate when he moved in. Has he done, looking out a window, has he done any like digging or anything in the backyard? Well, you'd have to go out into the backyard. Okay, I'll go in the backyard. All right. So you're going to go out into the backyard. 
Um, Agent Lake, you're heading up the stairs. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm following. Okay. It's a little. Uh, it's a little. You can. Well, you can see you're in the master bedroom, so it's just. It's just down the hallway. Um. I would like you both to do power rolls. Okay. Uh, let's see. Fifty. Yes. Uh, yep, I passed. 50 out of 65. Um, you go up the, the stairs, and at the top of the stairs, there's a little door. Um, it's not locked. Uh, you open it up, and uh, this is the little bonus room. It's like a little sitting room. Uh, there's a recessed window. Uh, I'm sorry, there's recessed windows with little benches underneath, you know, where you could sit. Uh, and there's an old rocking chair in the corner, and there's some uh, there's some uh, uh, house repair supplies uh, that are sitting there as well. Uh, the room feels quite claustrophobic. It's small, and it's it's right at there's the peak of the roof. Mm. So unless you walk down the middle, you're very likely to bang your head accidentally. Uh, on the on the, the, the ceiling uh, so not a very comfortable room it smells like old paint um, and something a little more subtle like cinnamon or cinnamon. you smell that? it's odd I mean, if, it, if it's small I'll go ahead and try to you know start giving it a thorough search look around okay try to find the source of this smell yeah, there are there drawers underneath where you can sit by the window. Uh, there are not. The there are no. Um, all right, Agent uh, Agent Lake, do a sorry uh, search. Search again, or no? I was going to have you do a, a dexterity. Or... Oh, okay, dexterity. Yeah, to sort of navigate it. Sure. Uh, ooh, that's a four. So that's a success. <laughs> okay, you you managed to navigate the room fairly well without bashing your head on the on the. <laughs> that's good to hear, um, Agent Hermes. You came in as well. You can also do a dex roll. Sure thing. You got it. I've lived in a house like this, and I banged my head on that ceiling so many times. And uh, I guess I'm too focused on Agent Lake because I rolled a 95. Okay. You smell the owl. You, you turn <laughs> yeah. around, and as you turn around, you whack, you whack your head. The Ow! And Wait. the rest of you hear the bang from downstairs. Uh, I just yell, "That was me!" Ignore that. And I look, Lake. It's a bit small for two agents. Uh, I'm gonna head on out. You got this. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Agent East, you've gone out into the backyard, and Agent Jockey and Agent Fox, what are you doing? Uh, I will go back in and speak and walk over to Jockey and say, Jockey, did you guys uh, fully check bedroom two, three? You know that? that one, that They're one. pretty barren. There's nothing really in there. A couple of old rugs. Uh, I was going to go and check out the garage if you want to join. Oh, yeah, I'll come with you in. Uh, I'll apologize to you because you won't bite my ass off, but I apologize for getting um, that man to leave. Hey, it's shit happens, doesn't it? 
Nice I'm sure he'll come back. You could you could see the you could see the wonder lust in his eyes. He'll be back. Yeah, they always come back. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll head out to the guards then. All right. Um, you go down the the same little hall that heads towards the master bedroom, and uh, there's a little door leading into the garage. When you open the garage. Um, you can see light from under the door, but the, the light's off. Uh, the, the, I mean, from the garage door, because it's daylight outside. Uh, but the garage door, the garage light itself is off. There's a switch just inside the uh, door. Yep, flick that on. Okay. Um, it looks like an empty garage, pretty much. There is a, uh, a fluorescent light uh hanging from chains from the ceiling um do a search roll ninety four will not succeed though no that's also a fail for me okay um you step there there's a single step going down into the garage uh you step down into it it's got a cement floor you can see that there are oil stains on the floor from cars parked in it. Um, it, it you, you'd want to guess that you could put two cars in here, but maybe not. They'd be pretty tight. So mm -hmm. maybe just one. Uh, there's some storage areas around the side that don't have anything in them. Uh, there is a, uh, a ladder and a few things that you'd expect to see in a garage. You know. It's uh, not really seeing much in here. Um, not should sure we maybe crack open the guard's door? Get up, give us a bit better light. Yeah, maybe that might help. There is an old uh, garage door opener. Looks like it's fairly old. Has the big button on the wall mm -hmm. to push. Uh, be careful with these. I've heard horror stories about the springs that catch these, and I'll <laughs> press it. There is um, it it sort of groans and it's slow but it it raises up the uh the garage door also i didn't see it but there is a, a refrigerator in here as well over against the wall that's uh plugged in i will check i'll check the fridge and but before i check the fridge i'll be like jackie just be careful as long as there's no like cat flaps or anything on the garage door we don't want to end up like that film that came out a few years ago scream or whatever one, one um, do another search roll for me as you're walking around the garage. Both of us or just Fox? You can both do it since you're walking around. I got an O1, which means... Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a fail for me again. Okay. One thing you notice as you're walking around is the difference in cement um, that your guess would be that the garage was added onto the house at some point because you can definitely see where the original foundation of the house was and where what would have probably been a back porch and then the cement the rest of the garage looks more modern so maybe you know 10 15 20 years old um 
because the rest of the house, you're, you're, the house was apparently built in like 1910. Uh, this, this garage is definitely more modern than that. You also notice that the wiring isn't particularly uh, well done. So, the, you know, the, 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 it hasn't been updated in a while. There's a fuse box on the wall. So here's where the house fuses are. But other than that, seems like a normal garage. Anything in the fridge? Because I was gonna. No, it's empty. But it's cold, so it was plugged in. You hungry, Fox? <laughs> now you mention that, yeah, a little bit. But go to cool. Danny's afterwards. Do we have to? Can't we have pineapple pizza again? Don't come over to me with that. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we've we've pretty much scouted out this area, and we can't really nothing really interesting in here. We, we uh, could always mark it and come back later. Yeah. We might have double check, maybe do a proper analysis of it. That's true. I'll close the garage door. Okay. Agent East, you have walked outside. You've heard the garage door open and close. Maybe even seen it. Uh, you're looking around the backyard. But the backyard seems to be rather overgrown. Um, it's mostly lawn with a uh, uh, wooden fence going around it to separate it from the neighbors. Um, there's a few bushes in the back, a plumbago with little blue flowers on it that's all overgrown. Uh, the grass doesn't look like it's been clipped in months. Uh, so as you look around, you don't see any evidence of anything being disturbed or buried or... Okay, and there's nothing like a shed or a no. cellar or anything? No, there's no downstairs. There's no cellar. Okay. Is it the trees? Oh, I'll give you one tree in the backyard that's just sort of sitting there. Okay, so it can't be the trees because that it has, would be has one big branch one going like this. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll go to the kitchen whenever you're ready for me. And and if there are trees, there the trees are not well kept. You know they've mm -hmm. they've gotten ratty. You you kind of figure if this place was, you, know, you put some money into it, you could fix this place up nice. It's in a regular old neighborhood, and if it wasn't for the reputation. I don't like that. That's so funny. Funny comment in the chat. Do a, do a, pow, a power roll, Agent East. Fifty-three is a pass. Okay. Yeah, I mean, other than that, there's nothing really unusual. All right, um, Let's see. Uh, Agent Lake and Agent Hermes. Are you done upstairs? Oh, well, you said I, you were, you were going to go I, to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah I, I left. I, I hit my head and was like, ah, it's too small. Yeah. All right. So, Agent Hermes, you're going to the kitchen. Agent Lake, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to keep searching. Hopefully, you know, you're my keep smaller upstairs. frame will be easier to search. Yeah. Okay. Easier to search around up here. Let's uh, move down to the kitchen. Um, Agent Hermes, you get down to the kitchen. It's about 12 by 12. 
Um, it looks like it was a cutting edge kitchen in 1950s. You know, oh, good old ice box. Uh, yeah, it's an actual box that holds ice. Well, they they had refrigerators in the 50s not in the rural areas not everyone well this isn't rural this is chicago so fair point um there's uh uh you're pretty sure the floor is made of those thin stick tiles you know where they you know stuck down to the ground some of them look like they're a little peeling and a little dated um there's a four their counters are formica and they're cracked and yellowed with age uh, the stove looks old. Yeah. Um, it, it's and it's a gas stove. You can tell that. Um, there is an odor in here, like rotten eggs. Not really strong, just sort of subtly there. I'm going to check to see if everything. that's coming from the gas lines. By 1950s, they were already doing that. They put odorant into natural right. Um, yeah, you smell the the the, the oven, okay. and yeah, there's definitely a little bit of that sort of butyl smell. So it might be a gas leak. Maybe, but it would be really a light one. I know. I'll look for it with fire. No, no, I don't. Have <laughs> <to>. <laughs> um, some of the cabinets are partly opened. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ransack the place, but I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna open fridge, freezer, cabinets. Did they leave the ice trays? That's very important. Yes, there are ice trays in there. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, um, that'll solve the case. Uh, okay. uh, any, any. There's a. There's a few canned foods and uh, uh, some dried foods, some dried pasta, things like that. But it looks like it's been there a while. Okay. Um, and there's you, you do start to smell a little bit of garbagey smell, and there's a there's a, a half cabinet on the you know on the ground level that you open up, and there is a garbage can inside there that's definitely got garbage in it because it stinks. Okay, it's smelly garbage, but uh, here's the uh, something that's occurred to me for a house that's been abandoned. Um, there any uh, bugs, vermin running around, or you don't see any directly, but you do see evidence that maybe there was some, you know, insects, cockroaches, maybe. Well, that's or... what I was expecting, though. Okay, right. Like, you were you were kind of there, expecting that. Yeah. Okay. Um. To a... any. Okay. Go ahead. To a power roll. Ah, a power roll. Seventy-seven. So that's a that's a critical. Yeah. yeah. Is that what's Critical your power? Pass. Oh, right, right. It's supposed to be below your. Yeah, that's how math works. That's correct. That's a, So it's a crit failure yeah. if it's above. That's right. That is a crit failure. Okay. I let Oof. it all in. I let it all in. The, the winds are upon me. It was right. the trees. So you're, you're standing there. Maybe you're even thinking about the trees. Um, <laughs> I love that that joke is still going. And. Uh, and you sort of glance over uh, out into the backyard through the you know, breakfast nook window. And you suddenly realize that you can see the reflection of a man in the glass. So it's very faint, but you can see it, the reflection of this man. 
and he's standing behind you. Oh. Okay. What do you do? I uh, make you know make it look like I haven't noticed him, and then I reach for my cutting edge two thousand and five phone and try and take a selfie. So he would also be the phones picture. don't. Then I have. I don't think they have. What cameras in them? I remember having a really shitty camera on my phone back then. But... Okay. Then I'm going to do what any logical person would do. And I'm just going to go like this, trustful, and pretend to fall backwards. I want to see. <laughs> Does anything happen? Oh, you're going to hit the ground. <laughs> I don't actually oh. fall backwards. Oh. Hand of mine, and then I'm about to fall backwards. Um. We'll do a luck roll. Okay. Maybe he's a helpful ghost. Be like, oh, buddy, careful. I don't know about that. Hold on, hold on. Don't have my staff memorized. How lucky am I? Luck, luck is 50-50. And that's what it is. And that's a fail. I'm unlucky. Okay. So as you do that, and you sort of look back, what surprises you is this man steps out from behind you, looks you in the face and says, leave me alone. And as he says that, he's got a shotgun in his hand, oh, which he flips around, sticks in his mouth, and pulls the trigger. You can hear the sound of the bang, you see the splatter of blood, and then there's nothing ah! there. You all hear, you all hear Agent Hermes yell. Ah. Hermes, what's the matter? I saw a tree staring at me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I had a... Oh, God. Fox, fuck you for making that guy run away. He should have seen this. Oh, I was looking around in the kitchen. It smells weird in here, by the way. And I don't know. I guess I... I'm going to say this to piss off Fox. I sense the presence from beyond the realm of physical manifestation. And I looked out the window and in a reflection of the window, there was this dude staring at me and not in a nice or flattering way. And I joked that I was going to fall backwards on him. And as I was doing so, he sidestepped me and said, get out, leave me alone. And then he shot himself in the face and there was, well, the effects of that, and I'm assuming there's no blood or gore around me. Correct, there's mm. nothing. And I would like you to do a sanity roll. Considering you just described that vividly, normally I would say that you're making that up, or you're putting two and two together, but uh, maybe your mind's just projecting something. Can that is a fail on the sanity. Uh, 1d6 sanity loss. Ow. You're I shaking. Need that. You, I need created, that, dude. You created this like, vivid manifestation. I don't, I don't he's, believe. He's, he's as white as snow and he's shaking. Look, man, if I'm going to be imagining people, different can gender. I, you get it? You get me? Can I just, I, I'm going to check Hermes over. I'm going to check like his eyes. And... That's a six. All right. Take it out on your children. Yeah, so you can project. <laughs> that was awful. Yes, awful. you can. You can. You can suppress it. 
I'm I'm good. I'm going to check because yeah, if you if you take five or if you take five or more, you will have a. It's not you don't actually roll. You will have a bout. That's what I fun though. But it, there's there's no int roll. It just you you know you you oh, and the keeper decide okay. one of the three options and it happens. All right, I, I will uh, take a ding to you, my uh, bond with my girlfriend. So what? That just goes down by one instead, or no? You roll a d4. Jesus. Okay. And then you subtract this from the amount of sanity you lose, that bond, and your current willpower. Well, I'm going to be single soon because I was four. Yes. So <laughs> it means you only take you only take two sanity damage, but you take four bond damage, and your willpower is reduced by four. Yay! Right. How do you start? I'm just. I've got like a little light and I'm flashing it in his eye. And... Are you okay? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not going to like down, freak out take... or anything, but. Just lean up against something, go sit down, and I'll get you some water. Agent Lake, did you come running down the stairs? Or when he uh... yelled? I guess. I mean, does it, does it look like I was finding any, anything up there in my searching, or just? Well, I'm I'm just asking if you left that room. But. I mean, if if there's not anything interesting, then yeah, I would. I, you know. Um, do a power roll. Okay. Uh, well, that's an eighty-two. That's a failure. Um. You hear him downstairs mm-hmm. yell, and you get up concerned, see if something's happened. Uh, you manage not to bang your head. Uh, and just as you are leaving the door and glancing back into the room, the rocking chair is moving. And you don't know if you bumped it. You don't remember bumping it. I'm going to take note of this and then go make sure that everyone's all right. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to take it at this point, you guys are all kind of in the kitchen breakfast area. Yeah, I've given Hermes water. I've made sure he's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that um, that scream would have attracted all of us. If I, if I can get water, to, I'm assuming. I, 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 I'm not drinking water out of this house. Ooh. What happened? What, what, why'd you scream? I saw a rat. A rat? No, I'm kidding. I, 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 re, I don't even want to talk about it. I was like, well, actually, you can tell them. I don't even want to talk about it. You just look a bit pale. I think you do need to drink something. Not, uh, we'll go to the Denny's or a bar or something. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, go get some fresh air. Uh, uh, let's keep going. Let's get this done. Just real quick, uh, Tom, if I go to the stove and I go to quickly light one of the uh, things, does it start sparking and there's, there's like, yeah, I hear the flow of gas or no? Yes. Yes. I quickly turn it off. I say, good. If need be, we can burn this place. Don't think we need to jump to that just yet. It would make me feel a lot better. Um, so is everyone together now in the kitchen? Are we having a... a, a you, you're kind of spread out kitchen, kitchen, breakfast, uh, den. It's all yeah. like one big area. So... Um, maybe there's a room that's not on the floor plan. 
like should we look around for maybe a sealed up you know root cellar or something mm. or may or maybe some type of a what's um, there's a there's a closet off the kitchen a pantry oh i thought i'd already looked in that way i looked in the kit when i looked in the yeah you probably did um one thing i don't know though i think it's, it's listed as storage that's a that's connected to the garage was that searched uh i don't think we searched in there unless that was included in our spot headings or our search rules uh there yeah you probably i'm sure you did there was probably some tools and things like that not okay. much so let's just think about this real quick the garage what was in the garage? And then there was one thing you guys found, right? There was nothing. Like nothing? Fr fridge, oil stains. Oh, okay. We got a journal that's in Arabic that we're going to need to have translated. Uh, there's some reported weirdness in the master bedroom. Take my word for it. There's definite weirdness in the kitchen. Um... I When I left... This may sound weird, but I mean, no, it, it does sound weird. The rocking chair was moving. Maybe I knocked into it, but I'm pretty sure that I didn't. I was very careful not to hit my head or, you know, um, scrape my pants here or anything. So I, I'm thinking something's up about a number of the rooms in here. It's I'm getting an eerie feeling for sure. Okay. Anyone get a sense of where you know, the house is so big on the outside and basically, basically false room. Like, do you think it's like, like a room? Oh, wait, there's a fireplace. Did we look in the fireplace? Um, it's just a fairly uh, old-looking style modern uh, at fireplace. Okay, well, since I'm there, I'll go to the porch. Back porch. It's just back porch. Uh, Agent East was, saw that when he was out there. There, I got fresh air, Fox. Happy? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we got to come back at night. I'll do that. I'll do. No. Uh, uh, maybe we we should just go over every room again. We need to make sure, just again, analyze it a bit more. Yeah, there might be fuck all in rooms, but it's better to double check. We could double check and also like if, I mean, I'm not a, opposed to move refrigerators away from walls, uh, sure, take yeah, up sure. carpeting uh, or if the tile isn't really cemented down, yeah, check take it up. Also, master bedroom has all that mirrors. Why the fuck would you want? Yeah, we uh, can break the mirrors. I don't believe in that luck. That's an ugly, ugly, ugly. Agent yeah. East. Um, what are you thinking about all of this so far? Well, given I mean, given the deaths that have occurred in the house, and now Agent Hermes is seeing some sort of hallucination, and Agent Lake is also either having a hallucination or seeing some kind of manifestation, um, there's definitely something wrong with this place. I just don't know what's causing it or why. That's what I'm trying to think about is why is it like this? And so as you're standing there pondering it and you're all there in the group and you're, you're you know, Hermes is telling his story, 
like he's telling his story. And definitely feels like there's something. And everybody else, you're all looking at each other. And uh, as you guys are talking, uh, Agent East, um, without consciously thinking about it, reaches over and picks up that cup of coffee and takes a big swig of it. And East, your mouth is suddenly filled with rancid coffee. Oh. <coughs> you get there, East? What? Why'd you do that? <coughs> oh. I, I don't know. Man, this house is fucked. Oh. <coughs> Ugh, I want to go rinse my mouth out. I don't know if you want to use the water from the tap, but... Here, rinse it with some coffee. Wait, where'd that coffee come from? It's the same coffee. <laughs> you dick! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Like, don't... Come on, don't be a dick. Don't be a jerk. That's some treasonous behavior, Agent Jockey. I don't appreciate it. Like, Well, what I, I don't... I don't know about what you fellas are thinking, but I think maybe we need a bit more context for what's happening in this house. So see if we can't find somebody for this journal. Has, has yeah. Tucker tried to call me? No. Right. Um what do you, you think can, about we're trying you, to go you ahead? do an intelligence role to, uh, Agent East? Fifty is good. All right, you're guessing that just by looking around this place, if um, Ish, uh, Yamila Ishtari was looking for furniture, this is the furniture she was looking for. So if um, uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, probably the thing she's remembering is somebody looking for this stuff, sure. which might not lead anywhere. It doesn't lead anywhere. Yeah, I have all that all here. I'm wondering who who can we find to translate this Arabic? Nearby university for Chicago. We've someone that we can. You are not that far from a you know, ten twenty minutes drive of the university. Or you could even go to a mosque. Yeah. They have mosques. Uh, let's um, let's get out of here for a second. Yeah, no, might need to clear our heads to think clearly. Do I need to make a sand roll for drinking that? Like, it was yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That take was a completely out of body, like wigging me out a little bit. Yeah, an eighty three is a failure. All right, yeah, do a just a one d two. Two points. You can still taste it. What do you think about returning to the uh, green box idea as well? I think that's a dead lead. I don't know how we're going to find it. Yeah. Also, so let's say, let's say we find it, right? And it's a storage unit. It's full of stuff. I mean, sometimes store, you know, fiddle the brim. What are we looking for? You know what I'm saying? Like it could be anything. So, it's more of a tertiary. 
tertiary concern. If we can reestablish the green box, uh, that would just be a benefit of Delta Green to the future. I don't know how it'd be helpful to us, but let's let's get out of here. Mm -hmm. I say we either go to the university or go to Denny's and have a Grand Slam. I just drink rancid coffee. I don't want to go to a Denny's. Can we stop going to Denny's? Can we find What's the difference? <laughs> you, you, you know, there's other places that we could go eat. Can we? Howard Johnson. <laughs> Howard Johnson. Uh... Damn, I, do I have to take a sand roll for that suggestion? <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys are going to leave? That's yeah. Consensus. Okay. Maybe take his advice and try returning at night once we know more. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You guys should return at night. I'll guard the trees. Do we, do we want to try to get in contact with this guy again and make it better with him? I mean, do we really care about him that much? Oh, yeah, well, it, it's quite early in the morning, isn't it? So we have a good, good few hours to get our shit together. Yeah, I said I if we find out, friendly. If we find out or decide that we do need that doctor... Well, maybe uh, we could talk about this. Can we just, please just go? Oh, I thought we're walking and talking. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we're in the car now on the way to that university that we all know of. I'm, I'm waiting for Tom to be like, well, you try to leave. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I assume you lock the door as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We're not going to reason a barn. Yeah, okay. no, you leave. Um, you're heading towards maybe the, I don't know, University of Chicago. That makes yeah. It's a Loyola. Sure. Um, all right, that's about 20 minutes away. Uh, you arrive at uh, the university. Uh, it's still middle of the day. Okay. And uh, you're obviously looking for somebody who can translate huh. Arabic and has time to do it. Um, go ahead and do a, let's do a group luck poll, but but use whoever has the best luck. We all have 50 luck. Oh. It's Delta okay. Green. Yeah. That's right. So. Hey. Have someone else roll. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing over there, huh? <laughs> Just making rolls for fun decide, over there. Decide on uh, on somebody to roll. All right, Jockey, take us away. Yeah, Jockey. What is it? Is it low is better? Or low, is, low better. is better. Low is low better. better. Yeah. It's flipping a coin. Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> hey! oh, very nice. Very lucky. So you, you not only find a professor, but you find a professor who has a student who would be willing to translate that for you. Um, it's it's a it's a lot, so it's going to take them a couple of days. Okay. And, so and they so tell you they tell you at a glance it looks like a personal journal. So slow. Like. We'll we'll, they, we'll be past there by hand in this handy little pocket pocket Here's a little pocket Arabic. <laughs> Um, She's like maybe amateur. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe make like a small donation to the university or something. Well, you can you can pay that you can pay the the student for. We're gonna for we're gonna pay the student in subway gift cards. No, I I was thinking, what's like the equivalent of twenty bucks an hour in nineteen fifties money? This is this is two thousand five. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah, different, they, different scenario. Sorry. Are you doing it right over there? <laughs> no, Hermes. Hermes. Did you hit your head? Did you go back in time? 
she's a woman, so you're going to pay her in 1950. We're going to pay you yeah. 150 an hour for this. Thank you so much. Now, of course, if, if it was right. a male student doing it, we'd pay him $2 an hour, but don't worry about that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Agent Hermes is just a jerk like that. <laughs> so basically, it's going to be a couple of days. A misogynist. It'll be a couple of days. Uh, it's gonna be a couple oh, of man. days and then she'll have the translation. Yeah, Agent right. Hermes is misogynistic. He doesn't like the environment <laughs> with the tree thing. Like, dude, 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 dude. But I'm respectful. You obviously Carlo. didn't vote for Al Gore. That's that's a short bag. So well, what's our what's our next uh, what's our next plan of action while we're waiting on that? Well we'll assume that after lunch you've reconvened back at your uh, apartment. To make a decision as to what to do next. Any thoughts? I'm drinking a beer. Um, uh, I'm not against going there night. at night. Yeah. But here's the thing we go there at night. You all see spooky shit like I did. You all get freaked out like I did. And that helps solve the problem. How? Well, you you said you're you said you seen someone shooting themselves. So maybe there might be other apparitions which reveal more about the house. The thing I don't understand about ghosts, right? One, I would like follow around relatives and make sure they're like they're okay. And like if they were about to like cross the street at a bad time, I'd be like no, or I'd be at a strip club or something. But why are you like at the place you died? I don't know. Maybe they're, well, maybe they're trapped in their last moments. What if what if it's not a ghost, Hermes? Hey right, man, what you got? I'm open. I mean, if it's, I mean, I, I, I for one don't really believe in ghosts, but I mean, some kind of other paranormal phenomena that's projecting the people in their final moments. I mean, the people who have died in this house, if those last final mental moments are captured by something on the property. I want to break the mirror in the master bedroom. Like, not break, be like, screw you. Like, I want to properly take tools and my, remove it from the wall. My concern that I have is the, uh, we have to be really careful because why? I mean, I, I drank a, a cup of coffee without being aware I was doing anything. I mean, if, well, I, had, if, I, should... if I had reached for my gun instead of the coffee, I mean, there's there's a serious concern. That's interesting. It's, it's I don't true. think we should split up then when we're in the place. We should keep an eye on each other. So if one person yeah. is taking an action, like, I'm going to investigate this drawer, then unfortunately another person is like, I'm going to watch that person investigate that drawer. Well, another thing, as well, East, you pointed out that, like, could be people who died here, but if we start seeing the ones that we recognize for, like, the bathtub incident, we could see, if we start seeing apparitions appearing in the bath, we have a is, correlation there. Is there somebody that shot themselves with a shotgun in the kitchen? I'm looking yeah, over the notes right now. There was a lo- yeah. couple of suicides, like a load of suicides. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say method, though. One mm. does say gas leak. Yeah. Well, could we we could attempt to see if there was a suicide by shotgun and find out who it was. Yeah. It's it's a weak a weak lead, but I mean one thing knowing. Mr. Y- one thing Mr. Yarrow said was um 
and he obviously must know something because he was hired before. Uh, he, he, he was quite adamant about coming back at night, so it might not just be the final moments of previous tenants. It, it could be more than that. You never know. And I might be a skeptic, and I might have been mean to Mr. Yarrow, but working with Pat, working with a past invest paranormal investigator, whatever, back in the day, they used to say that sometimes knowing the person's name and saying it can get to the spirit of it better. But one second, whose yeah. name? I'm willing to rattle off what's the deceased. It's seventeen. Hmm. Yeah, you can rattle off the deceased names. Did anyone get any sense that there was a false room or maybe a covered up uh, house feature? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, I did not see anything of the sort. So you have blueprints for the house. It doesn't seem like there was anything more than what the blueprints showed. And there's no attic crawl space. I know there's a loft, but there's no crawl space for the roof. It's just the no, roof. Not, not the, beyond there. There's well, that, that little... The, the garage and the bonus room are, are in more recent additions to the house. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing about a secret room as well. that it, It's a secret room. It's not necessarily going to be on blueprints. No, but we could... This is tedious, but we could go... When we go back to the house... Make sure we got the blueprints at hand and painstakingly go around. I was thinking we could go to a, a Home Depot or, or something some. and just get some tools. Nothing extravagant, just things like you know pry bars and stuff, and look behind uh, surfaces. Mm. Well, we can also tap tap behind surfaces as well. Might get a hollow point. We don't necessarily have to destroy the house. Right, but I wouldn't mind doing a thorough search. No, but we could at least take our time with it. We don't have to rush into breaking things straight away. We could do it more methodically. All right. First, we have to get the trees on board with us. I don't think the trees will be up for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Agent East, any other thoughts? Morgan? I, I, Agent East is a little Disturbed. lost in... in, in yeah, very much disturbed and lost in thought at this point. That's why I like working. Working, even if it's on the thing that freaked me out, keeps me going. Best, my best bet at this point is just going back to that house at night until we have the diary translated. Does, is there anything else that's pressing we can do now? Well, it's still middle of the day, so... I say we go, we get, maybe get some tools if we need them. Um, and we, we go back and we do a thorough inspection. We just sort of look around, you know, we go in groups or all together. We can sort of investigate the place, see if there are any hidden rooms, hidden contraptions, hidden safes under the rug or something like that. And then when it's, then maybe when it's later, we can 
go to those areas of the house and see what happens. Okay, but no, no guns. I, I was armed, but okay. How about, how about, how about we just go together and you don't go alone? Uh, oh, oh, you're saying could, no guns this time. You want to leave yeah, guns? Yeah, we could just leave guns in the vehicle. Yeah, I'm okay with leaving guns room. in the vehicle. But what if, what if we find a secret room and there's someone in it? All this time? Okay. We can surely overpower one person. If no, one no, no, no guns. It's too much of a risk. I mean, right. it's a, it's going in there without guns is also risky because then we're just sort of sitting ducks well, or something what? happens. We're going to shoot against apparitions in the air, Lake? <laughs> no, Agent East is a very um, good point. Are you okay with, like, crowbars, pry bars? That's uh, yeah, fine. But, uh, as okay. long as one with... Okay, do you, okay, you understand how Pope, sir, that is? You're saying no guns because we can shoot each other. Okay, what happens then when you take the crowbar and put it in, in Fox's face? Do you know, and you're saying how absurd that is? Anything, a, 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 cr a crowbar, and Because axe, you can't kill the entire weapon. team with a gun, with, with the crowbar. You can kill the entire team with a gun, but you can't kill everybody you else. You can kill the entire team with a crowbar if the, nobody it's on the entire harder. team has a gun. It's a lot harder. Guys, 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 guys. East, if guys. nobody has a gun, you can very easily kill them all with the crowbar. Guys, we just stop talking about killing each other, please. <laughs> what right. did that house do to us? <laughs> The house, when we go back, we do that, my father, please. Don't destroy things unless we have to, because if there are spirits there, they might get angry that we're destroying things. Also, is it worth actually looking at more into people, more into the house, doing more research, going out, trying to find more correlations of what we know? What I feel like... I feel like maybe we've already spoke to the authorities and they would be, I can't really think of other, many other places because they were, they were there at the crime scenes and they would have all the records. Is there anywhere else you can think of for research? Well, we're going to a library, I guess, but that's not, I would require... Are there any, you guys already looked into local legends, like see if we're like- Yeah, yeah we've we already went to the library. The, the, the house has a bad oh. reputation. The people, the neighbors state yeah. that the people that live in that place change over time. Uh, Do an idea roll. If we can try to go back far enough and find out who actually built the place, this original when it was okay. actually constructed back in the 1910s, my idea roll is good with a 64. Okay. Even back in 1910, you had to pay taxes and uh, file plans with the, with the municipality. If the uh, if the neighbors and people know the house has bad reputation, they know that for some reason. Um, probably newspapers. They've probably and some of them are pretty old, so maybe they've you know, occasionally read in the newspapers. Okay, so well, we could looks... we could correlate correlate the dates of the deaths with the newspapers. Yeah, so we can take the uh, what we know of the deaths and yeah, try to find backlog catalogs of newspapers. Yeah, we'll just we like split, we'll split it up among the team. Just yeah, take, take the dates of deaths and go through the periodicals. Uh, I'll start with the oldest stuff, starting when the house was built at, up to the first death. And then just take it from there, split it up amongst the team. Yeah. 
we can each take like the week of whenever someone died because it will be the news of the week most likely and just to cover all ground let's all go to the library not a bad idea Right. Uh, and once it, Tom, in response to your thing in the chat, it's not your property. He died without a will, so it's going to the state, is it? Probably, yeah. Okay, I'm an agent of the state. That doesn't mean you can burn a house to the ground. It doesn't belong. I can, in the defense of the nation. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to draw any attention to ourselves. Yes. I know. I know. That doesn't mean that that isn't an option. It just means that we shouldn't do that unless we're damn sure it's a good idea. Exactly. Well, do it methodically. At the... <laughs> Don't break things unless we need to break things. Is this brick cursed? No. Is this brick cursed? Take it down. Brick by brick. All right. So you guys are going to head on over to the library. You've probably got about oh, six hours before dark. Um, let's see. Who wants to go first? Well, I guess going in chronological order, I said I, I'd go from when we believe the house was built around 1910 to the first death. That, that's what I'm looking for. So you want to pick some pick a name on the list? Okay. Going to that screen. I will go to Michael Wheeler and family, but I'm also trying to find, that's the end of my search. I'm also trying to find who built this place. Okay, well, you gotta look for something specific to begin with, so. That's House what built in Chicago in 1910. All right. I'm kidding, so I know that's way too big, Wheeler. So you're going to be going back, you're going to be looking for Wheeler. Because um, the dates you have are death dates. Or I know. But, okay, so when I go to Wheeler, and this is you, not necessarily, but the obituary could say they had lived in the house for such and such a time, but they bought it from such and such people. And Okay, you're going to look for Wheeler. Um, uh, I'll, get, I'll get back to you in a moment. Okay, how about um, uh, Agent Lake? Who are you gonna look for? Um well uh who's the next person on the list? <laughs> George and Marge Crease. Murder sure. suicide. Yeah, I'll look for George and Marge Marge Crease. Uh Agent East. I will make sure I send them all to you. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of going like they're more focused on like older stuff. Older stuff. I mean, we I tried this earlier with Fox, and it was, doesn't go so well. But I want to try to fill in those gaps um, of what we don't know. That's more recent. So, who was before the Tyler? Because we have. Izari, Falcone, Braintree, Tycroft, and Tyler, we know. Jason and Janine Aiken. 82 Aiken? to 83. Gas okay. leak. That's what I'm looking for is the gas Now, leak. that's interesting. It says one dead, but it lists two people. They lived there together and one of them died. Uh, Chucky, who are you going to look up? 
want you guys to remember who you're going to look up because I'm going to ask you. Okay. Okay. I'm looking up Aikman. Is that their name? Aiken. A-I-K-E-N. Um, the I'll take the I'll take the one before the one that Agent Ace took. I haven't got the list in front of me of deaths. Okay. Here, so uh, I'll I'll put it in the chat, Tom. I'll type up who's doing what. Tyler, you're gonna go. You're gonna go for Tyler. Hang on one second. I got it. Uh, sure. If that's you the next one on the list, the yeah. Okay. Well, so and Tyler's Agent... the next one up, and he's yeah, yeah, he was gonna do before up. Tom. He's gonna all right. Hold on one second, Tom. Hold on. So I am Hermes. I'm doing. And then uh, Agent Fox, who are you going to do? Uh, I, again, don't have the list in front of me, uh, so I will just take someone like smack bang in the middle, Okay. I guess. So Lake is doing George and Marge Crease. We'll say you're doing uh, the Touré family. All right, hold on, I'm catching up. And then Fox is doing, you were doing the Akins. No, East is doing the Aikens. I'm so sorry. East is doing Aikens. Fox, you're doing the... The... What did you say, Tom? Hooray. T-U-R-E. Okay. And I feel like we're missing someone. Jockey. Jockey. That's... Uh, Tyler, we agreed, didn't we? Yep. Well, no, no, that was going yeah. ahead we want to go back let's so. I'll, I'll make it easier for you just do uh dr george weaver dr george waiver yeah okay right um That's you were looking into the toure family yeah all right so after searching for a while um you discover uh, some information on the toure family uh, they were transplants from Montreal, Quebec. Uh, they moved into 1206 Spooner in 1962. Uh, they set up house with their two children, uh, Elise and Anton. They lived there seemingly without incident until 1963, when Rebecca, when Re Rebecca Ture was briefly hospitalized for mental exhaustion. She spent six weeks in a local asylum and was treated with electroshock therapy. She returned in late 1963 and she resumed her homemaker's duties. Elise, however, the daughter, had become a problem. The eight-year-old uh, became violent at school and was often sent home for swearing. Then on January 12, 1965, Rebecca Ture discovered her son, nine-year-old Anton, drowned in the toilet bowl of the master bedroom. Jesus. The door to the bathroom was locked from the inside. Rebecca Ture was permanently hospitalized from that point on. Adam Ture uh, then left the area and remarried. So that's what you find out about her. Oh, we should be right. Are you going to email this to us, or? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure you guys get all this um, info. Well, we have a lead. <laughs> that's not a good lead. That's a Jesus. Uh, let's do let's do Doctor George Weaver. 
since the fifth that year too. Um, Weaver was a well-liked local doctor who lived in a small house uh, on Valley Road, the road one over from Spooner Avenue. Uh, he was a confirmed bachelor his whole life and was considered upwardly mobile in the neighborhood. His practice had replaced uh, the previous town doctor, Stanley Donegan, in 1965. Weaver attended the open house at Spooner uh, uh, after the suicide of Jonathan Reese, and after a short period, he bought the house. Uh, several neighbors spoke to him of the house's dark past, but Weaver laughed it all off. He moved in on June 3rd, 1970, and was dead nine days later on the 12th of June, 1970. Weaver was apparently electrocuted under odd circumstances in the garage. No one knows exactly what happened, but clocks in the house, which went out the moment the circuit blew, indicate that Weaver was in the garage at 2.30 a.m. for some reason. Strangely enough, Weaver's car was in the shop at the time. Investigators have no idea what he was doing in the garage at that time of night. And we'll do one more. George and Margaret Kreese, who had that one? Awesome. Oh, like, yeah. George and Margaret Kreese were locals who moved into the Wheeler house following the death of Isabel Wheeler in 1956. So that gives Hermes a little bit of information. Um, they set about updating the house, adding in certain new amenities like hot water, a hot water heater, a modern refrigerator, gas range, and improved electrical wiring. By 1956, the Creases' friends noticed a change in the couple. Margaret had become rude and pushy, completely unlike her previous self. George seemed frightened and rarely ventured out except to go to work. He, re he renewed his interest in church as well, and he attended at all hours. Margaret spent an exorbitant sum in 1957 to restore uh, the old wall-length mirrors in the master bedroom. When finished for a brief period, the home was photographed for local trade magazines. On October 12, 1959, George Kreese drove to the local sporting goods shop, bought a double-barreled shotgun and 20 rounds, drove home, shot his wife, and then himself. Neighbors immediately discovered the couple. Margaret had been shot in front of the wall-length mirror in the master bedroom, and most of her head was embedded in the ruined mirror. George had set fire to the house before shooting himself, but the neighbor managed to extinguish it before it could spread. The local community was absolutely devastated by the events of the 12th of October, 1959, and few knew precisely how to react. Public reaction facilitated between pretending it didn't happen at all to cover up the exact facts behind the tragic deaths. Okay. Who else did we have? I oh, want to do. Uh, I, I want to do Wheeler last. Okay. Well, Aiken. Do Aikens, and then we'll do the Wheelers. All right. Um, Jason and Janine Aiken. Jason and Janine Aiken moved in from across Meadowbrook to the Spooner House in the hopes of starting a family. Instead, 
They were faced with problem after problem. The two spent the better part of a year continuously repairing fault after fault with the house. They spent a considerable amount on their savings, uh, their savings getting first electrical, then plumbing, and finally gas problems under control. By late 1982, they thought they had gotten the major issues repaired and Janice Aiken began painting the house to her liking. Jason returned home from work one late afternoon to discover the house filled with gas and Janice unconscious in the upstairs room. All four gas burners on the stove were on full, but not lit. It was miraculous, according to the local fire chief, that no, uh, no explosion had occurred. Janine Aiken remained conscious briefly in Meadowbrook Hospital after that evening and then died. Jason Aiken left town and following the following month and never returned. Okay. Was it was it Janine or was it Janice? What did I say? Uh, Janine. Janine. Okay. Jason. Jason left town. Okay. So now, Hermes, you are looking for the wheelers. And, and, turn, I'll figure out who built the house. Okay. So your, your research took the longest yeah. to go through. Um, so the oldest thing that you find uh, concerning Wheeler, uh, now I do have some things to show you. Sanderson Wheeler. The marriage of Miss Isabel H. Sanderson and Mr. Michael K. Wheeler will be a large event of Saturday, September 16th, 1905, taking place at noon at the Second Baptist Church. It is guessed that over 100 people will attend as witnesses, including friends and family of both. Mr. and Mrs. Wheeler leave immediately afterward for a wedding trip. Several evening parties will be given in their honor next week. Found that after you found this one. Meadowbrook News, November 1906. Rumors have been spreading through the community concerning Mrs. Isabel Wheeler's ailments of late. Wanting to put things straight, this reporter has done some fact-checking. It seems that early last month, Mrs. Wheeler began complaining about pain in her legs. Within a few days, she was unable to walk. Her doctors were unable to form a diagnosis. Shortly after that, she became convulsive and unable to control her muscles. Her distressed husband sought medical assistance from a number of sources, but nothing was concluded. Remarkable recovery, June 1926. Many in the community were filled with joy to see one of our beloved members up and about again after many years. The miraculous recovery of Isabel Wheeler amazed many at the Meadowbrook, Meadowbrook Social Club on Saturday. She looks like she has lost 10 years off of her age, said club president Marjorie Poos. Sure. Isabel Wheeler moved back to Meadowbrook following the success of her husband, Michael Wheeler. The two have been married in, had been married in 1905 and moved into the house constructed by Mr. Wheeler. But shortly before they moved in, Miss Wheeler was diagnosed with a debilitating illness and that slowly poor grammar here, slowly robbed her the use of her legs and called her, caused her great pain at times. Despite this dire prognosis, they continued to live in the house and Michael's prosperity grew. 
Then, in 1910, tragedy struck. While working on the construction of the county seat building in downtown Meadowbrook, a large piece of marble pillar, pillar fell and struck Mr. Wheeler on the head. He died the next day. Being a wealthy man, he left a considerable fortune to his wife so that she never had to worry about finances. It is a happy miracle that Miss Wheeler can now rejoin our society after so many years of pain and sadness. Let us all welcome her with open arms. So Wheeler built the house. Wheeler built the house. This is 1926, this article. And, and his wife got sick, but then miraculously recovered. And then shortly thereafter, her hubby died. Right. But they lived in the house for a long time. Our players included John Dos Passos, Howard Freeze, Morgan Llewellyn, Mark Anthony, and Josh Harwood with myself as Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of game playing game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing it before shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a, list a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Thank you.